It's a mini, mini episode this week, and I'm talking all about challenge. What is a challenge? A stimulating task or problem, or an invitation to compete in a sport or activity? Ready for it? Let's go. Hello, it's Zoe. And welcome or welcome back to the Mischief Movement podcast, your weekly inspo for people looking for more hell yeah in their life. Consider this your one-way ticket out of midlife mediocrity towards fun and positive impact via playful disruption. Wouldn't you love to wake up and feel like a total badass? How about breaking some rules, throwing two fingers up to society and doing more of the things you love? I'm talking full-on freedom, adventure and those meaningful connections I know you've been craving. Stop waiting for your amazing life to happen and go get it. I'll be picking the brains of some true game changers and mischief makers so I can share what I find and hopefully inspire you to shake things up, do more of what makes you feel alive and boldly rebel against the ordinary. I've no idea what I'm doing, to be honest, but I've got a mission and I'm here to start a movement. It's going to be quite the adventure. Care to join me? Okay, here goes. Hello, welcome to another shorter solo episode this week and I'd like to talk to you about something that's been on my mind recently. It's this idea of challenge. Now I first started mulling over the word in the summer when last week's guest Liz Mosley was leaning into her 100 rejection challenge to push herself out of her comfort zone. You can hear more about that in episode 32 by the way. Around the same time, my friend Phil suggested I try his inside wrist smartwatch challenge. Now, I wasn't sure why I would want to do that, but I decided to give it a go because it seemed like a random fun thing to do. And he was so keen for me to try it. I'll tell you how that went. I lasted two out of the seven days and then abandoned the idea. I won't say gave up because that's really not in my nature, actually, but I did feel like I had enough things going on. I didn't need another, especially as though I wasn't sure what the benefit even was. It won't like that I've said that, but anyway, I was highly sceptical. Fast forward to autumn 2023 and somehow these two things came round again. First with lining up a date for me to interview Liz for the podcast And then secondly, um, talking with Phil and he was urging me to try again on wearing my watch on the inside. His enthusiasm was really all I needed to give it another go. And he wrote me a wonderful email also to back up his argument. You may have seen the reel that I did about it actually on Instagram. You can just look for the image of the smartwatch on my grid. And he claimed that I would find it more comfortable, uh, that I might see a more accurate reading of the data and that in any case... Wearing it differently to most people was not only unconventional, but also a challenge to myself. Could I break the habit of a lifetime in just seven days? Ah, okay, unconventional. Now you're speaking my language. So it's been four whole weeks since I started this strange test. And I have to say, despite the initial discomfort and having to remember every now and again, to swap my watch over from the outside to the inside, I seem to be converted. I am consciously and intentionally wearing my watch on the inside of my wrist. It's actually a great conversation starter as well. Anyway, why am I telling you this? It's not because I'm promoting the smartwatch challenge. Sorry, Phil. It's to share with you my three observations from having undertaken this little experiment because 
My job here is to inspire you, empower you and help you to think differently. So first of all, I was surprised by how fun I found it to compete with myself. Could I complete the challenge and do this thing for seven days without cracking? Ooh, a fun game. Let's try it. Isn't it bizarre how something as banal as wearing a watch can suddenly be made more interesting? Which got me thinking a lot, actually, about the idea of challenges and adding an element of fun to monotonous tasks. Interesting. The second thing I noticed was around habits. I've worn my watch the same way on the same wrist, my left, since I was a child. Now that's probably about 35 years or so of putting it on and taking it off completely on autopilot. And I've never previously given it a second thought. Interesting. Could I now break this habit? Because that's exactly what it had become. According to the dictionary site Merriam-Webster, a habit is an acquired mode of behaviour that has become nearly or completely involuntary. The thing that fascinated me about this little experiment was that it had taken me 35 years to become aware that I had a watch habit, but only eight days to consciously break it. So I wonder how many other habits I've been picking up without ever even being aware of them. How many do you have? Imagine how many good habits we could bring into our daily life if we became intentional about them. Or alternatively, how many bad habits we could break once we're aware that they don't serve us. Interesting. I'm not going to get into the whole psychological debate about how long it takes to create new habits because I'm not an expert and I've heard all sorts of things from two weeks to 90 days, whatever. But I can tell you that it took me about eight days to interrupt the pattern of watch wearing and that surprised me. Finally, having shared on social media that I was embarking in this strange activity, the third thing I noticed was that people rallied round me to share their experiences and messages of support for what I was doing. I found this so fascinating. I wasn't training for a marathon or quitting smoking or anything else that's, I don't know, life-changing. I was simply saying, ah, this looks fun and a bit different. Let's see if I can keep it up. Oh, and if I do... I get the satisfaction of beating myself and I get to feel a little bit quirky and unconventional. And yet the comments poured in, like this one from Lauren saying, I found it weird to begin with, but now it feels odd if it's the boring way around. And another from Rebecca, it does feel odd at first, but I did eventually prefer it. Stick with it. So what inspires people to reach out and share their thoughts on something random like a challenge? I think it's that sense of belonging, camaraderie even. Here we are, united by a cause, albeit a slightly funny one, and they were helping me with their encouragement to reach my goal. Amazing. So I learned that challenges are also community building. Isn't that awesome? Now I would love to take these observations and turn them into something practical. It's all well and good me sharing my learnings and maybe you'll even think a little bit differently as a result. But how about instead we embark on a challenge of our own? We're coming up to Christmas as this episode goes out, so I'm calling it the 12 Days of Mischief, and it's going to focus on three pillars. 
turning something that's pretty dull or ordinary on its head and making it the most fun game with yourself, getting people talking and creating connections, and giving back and feeling good. What could we all achieve in just 12 days amid the chaos of life and Christmas preparations? Well, we won't be breaking any bad habits, but we'll definitely aim to spread a little cheer as we embark on a series of 12 acts of micro mischief guaranteed to bring good vibes and embracing the concept of how do I want to make others feel? This is not about Christmas as such, so it's open to everyone, no matter your religion or beliefs. It's just a great excuse to piggyback on a time of year that's essentially about giving to other people, but at the same time can become a bit overwhelming on the organisational front. Enter the 12 days of mischief. 12 days to complete 12 tasks that will get you connecting with people, feeling good, giving back and proving to yourself that you have the self-discipline to stick to a challenge and complete it. Win-win. Now, personally, I work in a boring office, so I feel like I have a huge advantage in the mischief stakes. We are clones on clone desks with matching computers, generic beige backdrops, and a sea of dull emails and Zoom meetings on a daily basis. How can I shake things up and bring some mischief to the monotony and leave others feeling good? Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be perfecting my little challenge and launching it on Instagram with daily prompts that will get you thinking creatively, acting mischievously and feeling like a badass through your own commitment to this rebellious cause. Details will follow, so keep your eyes on the gram. Or if you're not an Instagram user, sign up to Mischief Mail using the link in the show notes and you'll be notified once we're ready to rock and roll. Next week, I'll be back with another inspiring interview So stick around for more rule breakers and troublemakers as we near the end of season three and you are not going to want to miss any of these. In the meantime, please just take a second to consider this idea of challenges and ask yourself where creating your own seven day, 14 day or even 30 day game against yourself could turn something mundane on its head or even be the beginning of your own mini transformation. Could you challenge yourself to pitch 100 people like Liz did in her rejection challenge? Could you commit to five minutes a day to learn a language for 30 days? Spoiler, I did this one and I am now still going after more than a year. Perhaps you just want to be able to drink two litres of water a day like a proper adult without downing the entire bottle when you remember at bedtime. Incidentally, if that is you, please get in touch because I really do need this challenge. As with most things, mindset and self-awareness are key. But if you really simplify the task into micro, micro steps, building up gradually in some cases, you may surprise yourself. Anyway, I'm always cheering you on. So if you do decide to try changing through challenges, please get in touch and let me know so I can send you some personal encouragement in your DMs or your inbox. I will catch you next time. So keep making mischief, my friend, and I'll see you next week. Oh, I hope you loved today's episode and it made you think differently or perhaps nudged you into changing something in your life that's not working for you. I'd love to give you a shout out right here on the podcast too. So do let me know what you think, what you'd like to hear more of or how you've been inspired. Let's keep in touch over on Instagram at The Mischief Movement. Ah, it's changed. Did you see that? 
or click the link in the show notes to sign up to my Mischief Mail newsletter, where you'll get exclusive insights on upcoming episodes and your chance to submit questions to future guests. But shh, don't tell anyone, it's our secret. Now, please keep spreading the word about the podcast. You're doing an amazing job. And I'm also super grateful for your five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, because these seriously help my mission to inspire and empower more people like us to choose mischief over mediocre. Have a great week and keep making mischief. Ciao.